0: I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how is everyone doing this week? I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad for those new listeners out there. I'm hoping that you get something from these podcasts that I do each week. And remember, I've got plenty of other episodes that have already been uh, posted. So go ahead and check those out at the same time uh, when you get a chance to listen to this one. So as I sit here, ready to do this podcast, I just want to let you know the amount of pain that I'm in. It's hard to find an area where to sit just right to make the pain go away, and I just have not found the correct chair just yet, but I'll get through it and I'll make it. So there's uh, several topics I want to talk about today, but first I want to talk about does anti-inflammatory food help with neuropathy? Now, I know I've already talked about this before in a past episode, but there were some new things that I found that I wanted to uh, extend to you and give you an additional uh, information on this topic here with inflammatory foods, anti-inflammatory foods. And then we'll talk about the other subjects I want to talk about later on. But let's get going because I don't have a lot of time. I try to make these episodes only about uh, 20 30 minutes long. I feel that a listener will stay with you longer if it's short than longer. And you know, after a while, people get bored. So let's get started here. So, here's what peripheral neuropathy nutrition is good nutrition, often the first line of defense to avoid many diseases, including peripheral neuropathy. Best way to prevent peripheral neuropathy is to carefully manage any medical condition that puts you at risk. That means controlling your blood sugar level, if you had diabetes, or talking to your doctor about safe and effective treatments. If you think you may have a problem with alcohol, whether or not you have a medical condition, eat a healthy diet, rich fruits, vegetables, and whole grain and lean protein. Keep a food diary so you are aware of what you're eating and to make sure you get all the nutrients you need each day to stay as healthy as possible. Now, remember, you want to make sure you contact your doctor, like it said here, about uh, what kind of nutritional needs you need and making sure that you have the correct regimen. Don't change anything without talking to your doctor. So here's anti-inflammatory eating. Low-level chronic inflammation lies so far below the skin surface that you can't see it or feel it. It's the result of an immune system in overdrive, damaging healthy tissue and leading to chronic illnesses. So here's some steps that they, uh, they uh, suggest that you do to keep inflammation as low as possible. Increase your omega-3 fatty acids. Now I take um, omega-3 fatty acids, but I, you know, of course I take it in a pill form. Um, I used to take fish oil. That's That just gives you some bad taste in your mouth, but The one I use is flaxseed. That's the one I feel works the best for me, but it's telling you here to use one to two teaspoons of flaxseed daily. Eat three to four ounces of uh, fatty fish or at least two times per week. Also, it's asking you to use uh, fibers and antioxidants. Increase antioxidants for fruits and vegetables at least five daily. Eat food that you are more slowly absorbing into your bloodstream, such as fruits, vegetables, nuts, and beans. Now here's some of the different uh, subjects I want to talk about that I didn't talk about in the past episode, but optimal diet for blood sugar control. Like myself, I have diabetes, so this might help for me, but here we go. Elevated blood sugar levels contribute to many chronic health conditions, including diabetic neuropathy. To help you maintain the blood sugar levels and manage your diabetes, know your carbohydrates. Bread, cereal, pasta, corn, peas, potatoes, dried beans, lentils, and it goes on and on and on. Those are the things that you wanna make sure you know of. Uh, Also quality, high fiber, whole grains, fruits. Quantity is another big um, area where you can control your blood sugar also. Don't take so much. And also the timing. Spread out your carbohydrate servings. Three small meals. Do two, three small snacks. I've even been told from one of my nutritionists that I need to eat at least four to five meals per day. Small meals though. But there's no way I can do that. (laughs) I'm barely at two meals a day now. I just don't have the, the will. Or not really the will, but I just don't feel like I need to eat as much anymore like I used to. And here we go on now, Uh, managing side effects or treatments or medications. Often medications and treatments are used to fight chronic or life-threatening conditions and they have a tendency for healthy uh, cells to be affected at the same time which can cause side effects. Some side effects may result to eating problems. That might be me then. Uh, Nausea, a lack of appetite, unwanted weight loss, constipation, and diarrhea. So those are things that you might run into, you know, with medications you're taking, especially like anything that's an opiate. Those things can happen right there that I just uh, talked about. Again, make sure you talk to your doctor if you have any of these uh, side effects right here and he can, he'll can he be able to help you fix that problem. So here's some foods that aggravate neuropathy. Contributing factors to peripheral neuropathy include vitamin deficiencies, traumatic injuries, diabetes, alcoholism, and others. Treatment may include managing underlying conditions, physical therapy, medications, and dietary changes. For best results, of course, seek your doctor. Here's about gluten. If you have a gluten allergy, Celiac disease, consuming gluten can trigger or worse your symptoms. Common sources include all food containing white, wheat, cake, or baking powder. Flour. Refined grains are highly glycemic, meaning that they have a dramatic impact on your blood sugar. Being able to control your blood sugar is the number one strategy to prevent neuropathy. Added sugars and added flavor with less nutrients can lead to neuropathy symptoms. Also, finally, saturated uh, fat. And I know I've talked about this before, but in regards to your supplements, you, you wanna take B12 and I also take B1 along with that. Those work real well for me. So as we can see, inflammatory foods do help with neuropathy and that's, that's a good thing. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that I put this website on my website, Neuroptomy Support Group and Podcast, on Facebook, so you can look uh, over the information that I just talked about. So what did we learn? Anti-inflammation foods such as tomatoes, fruits, nuts, leafy greens, and fatty fish are the good things that we need to be taking, but some of the bad things are fried foods, sodas, refined carbs, lard, and processed meats. I also post this chart that I just read off all that information on there for you too. Actually, I just found something else too here. What's uh, the 12 easy ways to reduce inflammation overnight? Number one would be eat a salad every day. Keep a package or two leafy greens on hand to toss in your lunch bag or on your dinner plate. Number two is avoid getting I think that's supposed to be hungry. Number three is go to bed. Number four is spice things up. Number five is take a break from alcohol. Number six is swamp one coffee for green tea. Number seven is be gentle to your gut. And number eight is consider a fast. Number nine is take your dog for a walk. Number 10 is cut out dairy or gluten. Just temporarily it says. Chill out. Yeah, it says here, step away from things that are stressful to you and are a daily problem. Find times find times to meditate or take a short walk. And finally, be picky about the ingredients that you use. Additives, dyes, preservatives, those kind of things added to foods are potential to trigger or aggravate inflammation. So you want to stay away from those things. So it looks like. That's about it there. Not like I said, I'll make sure that you get these websites so you can take a look for yourself. Um, Now I have time to get into those other two items I wanted to talk about today for you that I think might help you out real well here. So what I wanted to talk about for the remainder of the time is um, stages of neuropathy. And the reason why I like to bring this up is because so many different uh, websites tell you so many different things, you know. And the, I like this one here because it doesn't <laughs> doesn't give you the ultimate ending to your life. You know, some of the sites say, you know, the final uh, stage in neuropathy is you're going to die and that's the end of it. Well, this one doesn't say that, so... This is the one I'm gonna go with here. So I can, and I know I've talked about this before, but I still see people are posting on other websites I belong to, Facebook pages. So I decided to go ahead and do it again here. But with this website instead, that kind of gives you not that good of a, a lookout, or, but you know, it's better than some of the other ones that I have seen. So hopefully these um, recommendations Or these stages that I'm going to talk about right now will help you to come and define what problem you're having and what stage you're at. But again, like I'm going to do uh, next month is I'm going to talk to my doctor and ask him what the final stage is. And I'll get back to you guys and let you know all about it too. So let's just jump right into this. The stages of neuropathy. Neuropathy is a chronic condition that results from damage to to or compression of the nerves outside the spinal cord and brain. One suffering from neuropathy, neuropathy may experience a variety of symptoms such as pain, tingling, numbness, burning and weakness in the affected extremities. These symptoms often vary depending on how long the nerves have been compressed and the level of damage they have sustained. When a patient has neuropathy, it is beneficial to understand which stage They are currently on as to to let surgeons may evaluate the extent of nerve damage they have already experienced and what treatment options they may benefit from. So here's stage one. Stage one deals with numbness and pain. In this beginning stage, patients become aware that something feels off with the nerves in their hands or their feet. They may feel pain, numbness, or a combination of two somewhat frequently. Individuals may also notice a problem with their balance and reflexes. The problem may not seem too severe during this stage, and many patients continue about their daily lives without seeking medical treatment. However, the sooner a patient seeks treatment for neuropathy, the better surgical outcomes may be. Stage 2 deals with constant pain. In this stage, the patient's pain becomes more apparent and sometimes more difficult to endure. This stage is a great time to seek medical treatment and get to the root of the neuropathy before the nerves become more permanently damaged. You know what? I gotta stop right there. Stage 1 and Stage 2. Let's talk about those. You know, when you have nerve pain or something's wrong with your body like that, you know, usually you can detect it and you, you figure, you know what, it's just me getting older. I'm you know, I'm I'm constantly doing something, I'm working, moving my body, lifting things, all this and, you know, you're thinking to yourself, that's just part of my body reacting to what I'm having done. I don't remember ever feeling I, meant, I I did feel some of the pain coming on, but mine started more of a stage two to stage three when I started feeling the pain, and still at that time, nobody could tell me what they thought it was. So now I'm at stage four, and we'll get to that here in a minute. Stage three deals with intense pain. In stage three, a patient will experience the worst of their pain, usually occurring every day. Many patients will have issues doing tasks that they used to be able to do, to complete without hesitation, such as walking barefoot on the beach. This stage causes a huge impact on the everyday lives of the patient and is truly unbearable. This is the stage many of our patients decide to go with surgical intervention and have our surgeons or have their surgeons perform nerve uh, decompression surgery. And finally, stage four. This stage is complete numbness and loss of sensation. If a patient does not seek treatment for their neuropathy, they will begin to lose all feeling and their risk of recurrent wounds and subsequent amputation will increase. It will be extremely difficult to uh, balance if your affected area is your feet, and it will sometimes be troublesome to complete everyday tasks. Like I told you a minute ago, I'm at stage four. I would say it was even at stage five if there was one, but stage uh, four, let's talk about that. That's when you have open wounds that don't heal correctly. And you need to really watch those wounds. Now I had one on my hand, it's barely recovering. It's probably, it was actually on my finger. It's been about a month now and it's finally starting to um, heal itself, but you know, you put NES board on it and you put, you know, and you, um, hydrogen peroxide and, you know, nothing really works when you have neuropathy. So you just got to really make sure that you keep your eye on it, keep watching it, you know, go to the doctor, have them look at it. But, you know, it always have someone check your hands and your feet for you because you may not know what's on the bottom of your feet because you can't feel it. So you just want to be very, um, constant about your body and make sure that you daily check it all the time because for one thing healing does get harder now i'm going to start beating taking epidurals for the pain that i have and it's because of the spinal cord is is being uh, squeezed but i'm hoping that that helps with um, some of the pain that i endure just sitting here talking to you or trying to walk somewhere. I can't even go to a store and walk around. Because it's just. If they don't have a cart for me to sit in. And drive around. Then forget it. I can't go shopping. And that makes my daily life hard. And I know many of you are probably in the same situation. So I hope, I hope this episode helped you out. In some ways. And I will be seeing you on the next episode. Which is going to be a pretty good one. Um, so join me next week for the next episode and i'll make sure that i post it and i'll post this episode on my facebook page and uh, other locations but i want to thank you for being with me through this um you know it's a journey and it's a journey for all of us and we all know what we're going through and we need help like this just to get us through and to be a support for each other so again thank you very much As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.